every once in a while, we can like narrow our focus down so that only one thing matters. And that one thing is my birthday! I'm Addie DeVelvis, and welcome to Slam Your Axe Poetry. Sup, gang? As previously announced, it is my birthday, and that's the only thing that matters. I have a fancy scarf, I'm acting brand new. Let's read a haiku or two! <gasps> okay, let's read a haiku or two. One. Silencing my friends. Seemingly spending their time hearing themselves talk. Two. Easy poetry is born of great cowardice. We're no exception. Three. Never has much life. Always has an endless wait. Help me with my hair. Four. How do you dare beg? Asking for what you won't give. Take care of yourself. Five. New inspiration. Words pour from my fingertips. Every letter yours. Six. Face swollen, sleepy. Not ideal, but charming still. Love me in mourning. Seven. A deep breath of peace. I love to be who gives it. Best that it's to you. Eight. Hot for the Witcher. Targaryen looking ass. My sweet, grumpy boy. Nine. Building memories. Stacked tall to hide old scars and to crush fond ones. Ten. Why can't you just leave? I could use a bit of rest. Only when you're gone. Eleven. Have I ruined it yet? Was anonymity key? When was it just us? Twelve. The mirror smiles back. Clearly better without you. What is this absence? Thirteen. Don't need a debate to clearly show me who are the rats in the race. Fourteen. I trust shining girls and the ferocious women. I don't trust the meek. Fifteen. Spending my free time imagining a life with you. A needed escape. Sixteen. A turbulent air fills home and invades my lungs. I just want to breathe. Seventeen. The simulation. A dollhouse I never had. Under my keystrokes. Eighteen. Sweet, beautiful zoo. Achingly in debt I made. But look, red pandas. And that was a haiku or two. That was actually a fuck ton of haikus. It's my birthday. Thanks a bunch. I've been spoiled. Um, just like a quick update about the mic. If it sounds weird, it's because it is. I forgot my microphone because it was my birthday, so we're using Nico's. Anyway, let's edit Reddit. 
We're going to start with a website submission. I'm going to just go ahead and admit that this was submitted for Valentine's Day, but it was submitted like right after we recorded, like 20 minutes after. So um, I'm just gonna go ahead and read it now because it's about gift giving. My boyfriend and I have been together just over a year. This is our second Valentine's Day together. Um, he's a great guy, very attractive, but he sucks at giving gifts. I can't tell if he's being lazy or if he genuinely thinks they're things I'll enjoy having, but he can't seem to ever get it right. Even when I give him ideas, he just grins and says he already knows what he's going to get me. I know he sounds so spoiled, but after a disappointing birthday, Christmas, and anniversary, I'm dreading to have to act surprised and pleased on Valentine's Day. Please help. Ah! Wholesome problems. I love it. I'm not gonna lie. Gifts giving is kind of a big deal to me. Nothing gets me going more than a thoughtful present. Oh, I love a thoughtful present. I'm immune to most big romantic things. Like, I don't like big gestures, but if you give me a gift that is thoughtful, if you're like, oh, you mentioned this author, or oh, this scarf's your favorite color, or oh, books about Judy Garland, and you talk about her more than most gay men, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'm down. Um, I'm weak. Which is all to say that, like, you're not greedy or spoiled for wanting a fancy present, because for a lot of people, that's a big deal. I think it's kind of going to be a mix of passive-aggressive and aggressive-aggressive tactics. Tell them straight up and be like, hey, I kind of feel like our gift ideas are a little bit different sometimes, or, like, politely tell him after he's given you the gift in private if you want to, like, get something together. But also, when you get a gift that you really like, talk about how much you like it and why a lot. Like, oh my god, so-and-so got me this for my birthday and it's exactly what I wanted. It's so cool. I love it so much. It's about this and this and I thought about this and, like, tie that in and then drive it home and then use that gift a lot. And they'll be like, I want them to use my gift. Hmm, maybe I shouldn't give them hammers. My heart does go out to you. This is the sort of thing that I'm too bitchy to ever like get into because usually men just get mad at me after they give me one present that I'm not happy about. But like, it sounds like you really like him and he's hot, so just maybe like be obvious for his poor dumb ass. Okay. Welcome, Nico. Hey, everybody. How you feeling? You ready for this? <coughs> oh yeah, again? I'm ready for this. You sure you just coughed like a grandpa? It's okay. It was just like, I have like a cough that happens like every 30 minutes, like once every 30 minutes. The joys of nicotine. Yeah. Also, round of applause for Nico. Yeah, it's been a little over a month that I've had it since I've had a cigarette. Look at you go! Yeah. All right, I've got a Reddit question for you. All right. Am I the asshole for feeding my coworkers suspicious treats? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Told you I found one. What, what is this? What is the suspicious treat? All right. So there was a weird guy at work. And they're gonna call him Creepy Jack. <laughs> Creepy Jack's not so bad that anyone has like said anything, but he toes that line. Um, and one you day, have a nickname for him. Yeah, I mean he's called Creepy Jack. Okay, we get it. Uh, one day they mentioned to a friend that their birthday was in a certain month, and then Creepy Jack overheard. He asked them the day, and then um, they told them, "Dummy." Uh, and so months later, Creepy Joe had remembered their birthday and left a wrapped package on their desk. It's a box of children's treats from Creepy Jack. Okay. They okay, so they decided to use the treats as an ingredient in a dessert dish that they brought to work. And so like everyone ate the dish and they ate the dish. Ooh. What's going on? What's going on? All right. So later everyone asks about the dish. She tells them what's in it and she took the treats from Creepy Jack. And one of her friends is upset because she's like, what if the treats were tainted and you fed everyone like weird treats from a weirdo at work? Okay. Okay, I'm in two. I'm of two minds of this. You would you would let them know if there were nuts in your dish, and maybe you should let them know if uh, potential witch treats are in your dish. I'm just curious but, as to what kind of treats these were. Like, are you saying you made Rice Krispie treats or something? Yeah, like th they're being very vague about what the children's was it a children's novelty treat or just a children's treat? Like mm -hmm. Creepy Jack is definitely a little creepy, but 
It was probably harmless. Yeah, like, I just want like, what kind of treats are suspicious? Did you get high? Did anybody get high? Then, no, you're probably fine. You're gonna give somebody some suspicious treats. How are you gonna give them, what are you, what's your method of delivery? Method of delivery? Yeah. Um, I feel like brownie is probably the safest. Most people are here for a brownie, or something that looks like a Girl Scout cookie. How would you slip me suspicious treats? It's candy. Oh. Oh yeah, I would eat those suspicious treats hard. Yeah, I probably wouldn't think twice. <laughs> I don't say no to treats. I mean, like, it is weird that you remembered your birthday from, like, months ago. Yeah. A little weird. I don't remember most of my friends' birthdays because I'm a bad person. I barely remember my parents. Desi, do you want to come do an edit of Reddit? Oh, come talk to me about your game and let's record it. What you doing? I couldn't eat. It was so quiet. Listen to this shit. Hold on. I was trying to see what this KK song sounds like. I just bought a stereo so I can play music now. Oh, congratulations. This will be cute bonus stuff. Yeah, I'll take that. Oh man, I don't have enough money. Oh. You a broke bitch. I am a broke bitch. I spent all it on house updates and cool clothes. All right, Desi, Mm -hmm. I have a surprise for you. And the surprise is on Reddit. Are you ready for the butthole? Sure. Asshole, not butthole, I'm sorry. I don't mean anyone's butthole specifically. Am I the asshole for not wanting to go bare feet in my sister's house because her boyfriend has a well-known foot fetish? (laughs) (laughs) Um... This girl and her boyfriend were visiting her sister and her sister's boyfriend at their new house. They step in and her sister asked them to take off their shoes because they had the floors cleaned. And she got uncomfortable because her boyfriend has a really well-known foot thing because her sister told her about it when they first started dating. And in recent years, her sister has told her it's gotten stronger and that he has apparently told her that bare feet is pornographic for him. So she pulled her sister to the side and told her sister her concern. Her sister got upset saying her boyfriend wouldn't look at her. But then like, she was like, well, if some woman walked around talking or the equivalent in your house, you'd probably look. So her sister gave her slippers from their moving boxes, but it took forever and it was super awkward. And like her sister ended up really mad at her because her boyfriend was like barely there. There's a lot going on there. I'm going to start with bold of you to assume that you have good looking feet. Yeah, show us your feet if you're that confident. (laughs) Seriously. Second, Dave Chappelle. I do feel like the sister might have some blame here because if she hyped it up as much as she did and made it seem like then, you know, in, in that place, I wouldn't want to, like... Yeah. It seems four. Like, please show me your feet. I got my... Like, so I feel where the guy's coming from here. But it also sounds like he wasn't even there. Like, it sounds like he, like, popped in and out. And it almost sounds... I mean, like, I would get pissed off if my sister was like, oh, I'm not going to wear shorts around your boyfriend because he's going to look at my ass because people mm, think asses mm-hmm. are sexy, you know? Like, if I was like, oh, my boyfriend's an ass man, and then I had a friend with, a, like, a good ass, she was like, oh, I can never be around your boyfriend with my amazing ass because he's going to look. I'd be like, chill. <laughs> Look, I think it depends on how much you hyped it up to your friend there, you know? If we're to believe that bare feet are pornographic. Yeah, I mean, fair, and maybe, to be fair, maybe he also thought that her bare feet were pornographic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, okay. Maybe I, this guy's got beautiful feet, though. Maybe, maybe <laughs> the sister has beautiful feet. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like she kind of abused the sister trust here. Because mm. when I talk to my sister about my boyfriend's sex life, I might be, like, hyperbolic, but it's because I'm talking to my sister, and I don't want her to ever be like, oh, well, you said your boyfriend liked this weird thing, so I'm never going to do it because he's going to be in lust with me. And it's like, no, that's not, I was talking about my chill. Mm-hmm. Well, we did it. We did it. We fixed the internet. You're welcome. We solved your problem, right? What's the <laughs> <Sure>. problem? Yeah. <laughs> You know, my dear ones, usually this category is one that I relate to the most. But it's been a good couple weeks. So let's enjoy the for once foreign to me, angst and sex. 
Not that I'm happy that sex is foreign to me, but like the angst part's been nice. This piece is called Me and Me. Pressure of a young life, sitting on a young life, hoping to be enough, wondering about enough. The worry of a failure, the science of a failure, both more mine than theirs. I need to be trusted. I also need to be paid. But I hope the worry is worth it. This piece is called Remnants. The hairs left on my clothing, reminders of the strings cut so that I may run free, choke me like piano wire from a trained assassin waiting to bring my brain back down. Somehow still tangled in this, these shedding still me. For a moment, I become lost, flashed back to a time I found these threads endearing, somehow, inexplicably, foolishly. This piece is called Buried. While the others run away with the joke, you carefully hide your discomfort at the jabs and subtle fear of a light touch, limp wrist life. What exactly is wrong? No one really says, but suddenly the disgust is real and what you thought of as fair is the exact opposite. How could one go against that? These folks you call friends feel like everything in the world, and you couldn't forsake them for a sense of honor not even recognized. You don't know the radical thoughts shoved deep down in this moment will be your compass later on. Have fun with this flashpoint. In your suppressed emotional truth, this time capsule only to be opened over a decade from then. This piece is called Love Me Like a Dog. If you really want to love me, you'll show me how you wait. You'll stand with me in silence, happy for what you get to take. You'll listen when I call you, and you'll know I'll do the same. You'll understand the reason that I trust you with my name. And that was Angst and Sex. And we're going to pop back in and hear from our very dear Versus Extreme friends. Hey, fellas, who do you think would win in a fight to the death? Harry Potter or Vegeta? Uh, that's definitely Vegeta. Harry Potter would be like, Expelliarmus, and Vegeta would just punch him in the solar plexus, and he'd fly into a mountain and disintegrate into a fine mist. Who do you think would be a worse landlord? Goddard from Jimmy Neutron or Billy from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Oh, it would definitely be Goddard. He would just keep eating all of your household appliances every time you bought them, and eat all the nuts and bolts out of your carpenter box. So do you guys think that Bill Gates could make knitting as successful as the personal computer? What is this, baby hour? Of course he could. I'm Marcus Dreskel. I'm Tommy Calhoun. And I'm Tim. And together, we are the Versus Extreme Podcast. We take all your who would wins and what do you think would happen ifs and turn them into comedy. We upload every Tuesday and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Versus Extreme where you can also send us your own questions that we will answer on the show. Okay, okay. But if Wolverine, as portrayed by Hugh Jackman, were a woodchuck, how much wood could he chuck? Uh, huh? Uh, huh? Huh? I mean, come on. Welcome to town, boys. We are. Boys. Oh, um, I don't think that's an actual song. I thought I was going to find my way into a song. 
I mean, there's the boy. Maybe you sang that earlier, though. Yeah, I yeah. need a new song I about mean, the boys. The boys are back in town. Yeah. We are the boys. We are back in town. Need a new song about boys. We're gonna be talking to it's, boys. Deling, <laughs> boys. Deling. I'll take it. Fine. All right, gang. It's my birthday, so for invasive questions, I'm gonna ask you guys something to kind of, you know, make you sweat a little bit, and then I guess you can ask me a question back. So what's what you got? All right. Okay. If you guys were making yourselves in Sims, we're gonna go by Sims three rules and not Sims four rules, okay? Because Sims three, you get uh, five traits. What are five Sims traits? And I need you to be honest. If you give me all positive traits, you're kicking out of the closet on round one of this question because it has layers. Layers. Yeah, there are layers to this. So I need you to list like me your sim traits. Yeah, like an onion. I've done this before when I've made my sim. Can I get yeah. a list of them up? Is that allowed? Yeah, so okay. I'll let you. I mean, you don't know them by heart, which is already a couple points deducted, but. There's a lot of them, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sims 3 had the traits on lock. All right, right now. I'm gonna. I have two. Mm -hmm. Handy and mm -hmm. childish. Handy and childish. Okay. I think are fair. Loves the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, neurotic, and ooh, unlucky. <laughs> oh, okay. So what was it? What was it? it? Was like unlucky, neurotic. Oh yeah. Childish, handy, loves the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's mm -hmm. a good spread. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's fair. All right. I know I looked at the A section. I already got two. Ambitious and absent-minded. I I guess artistic? Would, would, we, would, we, would we take that? Yeah, I'd take that. Uh, charismatic, and I got to find a bad one because I need yeah, it. Yeah, I'm least. like, oh, man, you're I know, your I know. <laughs> uh, ba, ba, ba. Well, I guess I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with neurotic, too. Hmm. Like, I am neurotic and absent-minded, which is a... Real great combination. You'd love to see it. All right, now here's my next stage of this question. I need you guys to wipe your current partners out of your brains. I need you to tell me the five traits your sim ideal partner would have. I'm going to pull the list back yeah. up. Yeah, you might need that again. <laughs> All right, well, I guess, do I have to Do I have to include negative ones in this? Yep, mm-hmm. You got to be honest, you know? You got to think about, like, what kind of, like, you right. don't just love them for what you love. Scroll back up to the A's. All right. I gave him homework. Adventurous. That's right Ooh, in the okay. A section there. That's that's pretty important for me. Easily impressed would be cool, I guess, which is not like the best trait. <laughs> no, I like your honesty. And I'm certainly not getting that in my current relationship, which is totally <laughs> fine. It pushes me as a person. So yeah, That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, Eco-friendly. Mm. Friendly. And... Uh, Ooh, great kisser. There we go. <laughs> That's it. Rounds it out. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Uh, okay. I would definitely like schmoozer. Interesting. Hmm. Mm. He leads with a half negative trait. Uh... And you know what? I'm also gonna say hot-headed, because that's, I think, uh, but at the same... On the same point, I would like a, uh, good. Just perfectly plain. Like, I just mm. would like a genuinely good person, even if they do maybe blow off the handle An or something. An angry good person. It, it's possible. An Irish Bernie woman. Sanders, dude. That He's like the, mm -hmm. the key angry good person. True. Um, uh, I would like uh, eccentric, too. I'm going to read myself afterwards, but I'm also going to say artistic. So mm -hmm. I did absolutely make just an angry pixie dream girl. <laughs> yeah, you kind of made a Ramona Flowers. Yeah, yeah damn. Like okay. Hot-headed, but also like kind of sexy nerd cool. 
Thank you guys for dipping your toe into into my world's waters. Okay. I feel like I got a free therapy lesson in that moment. Yeah, yeah see, I could see in your faces you thought it was a light question, and then you kept thinking, you're like, oh shit, you really gotta like kind of be harsh. Alright, so Alright, I'm gonna be mean. Uh, Using only Sims 4 traits, and you only get to pick three of them. Oh, uh, I know. Awful, right? Perfectionist describes me. Um, they take forever to do anything. They're usually better quality, but not always. When you have a perfectionist sim paint something, and she takes forever, and then she does it, and it's normal, I'm like, you dumb wasting time, bitch! Um, Wait, are you talking about as the sim or yourself right now? This... <laughs> <laughs> the sim the dumb wasting time I've already committed myself to wasting the time she's wasting the time that I committed to wasting <laughs> hot headed if I'm only picking three traits I feel like if I'm going to be super honest the three traits that describe me are perfectionist hot headed and gloomy go ahead throw two more on there it's your birthday yeah. <laughs> it's your birthday you can give yourself three negative traits yeah. Well, just like how it affects the Sims. I was going to say I could talk about Gloomy for creative. Uh, so, okay, so we're going to do five traits. I don't know all the Sims 3 ones, so I'm just going to kind of like make up my own because I, fuck it, y'all are harder workers than me. I'd stick with perfectionist and hot-headed. Those totally get it. I always used to give my Sims ambitious because I'm ambitious. Or Gloomy. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do creative for this one. Um, and Gloomy. Okay. Or no, actually, instead of Gloomy, because that's just more college me, I'll do, I'll do charismatic instead of Gloomy. Which seems like a weird twist, but it's called relatable humor. You couldn't see it, but I flipped my scarf dramatically. There's been a lot of scarf flipping in this episode. (laughs) Do you approve of my sim? Yeah, I think that seems about right. Mm -hmm. Every sim is justified. Final question. Because this is Sims 3, and so we're talking like early 2010 fashions. Oh, God. What terrible outfit would your sim be in? Because I know mine already. We're talking... Mid-rise, but already kind of low, because it's, like, only mid-2000s, you know? Bootleg jeans with a tube top. And then, like, the hair that hits the shoulders, but always is weirdly partitioned. I would absolutely be wearing nice brown shoes, some skinny blue jeans, and then a button-down shirt with a vest over it, maybe a bow tie. Ah, oh, right. okay. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um... So a lot of the same stuff there, actually, except I have those like sort of like brown plaid shorts from like Abercrombie and Finch. And then I have like like probably a button up shirt with like probably like a more like winter vest, but still very much a vest. Abercrombie and Finch. Isn't that what it is? Finch. I'm just laughing over the idea that in 2010, I was like barely coming out of the hipster closet and you were SpongeBob. Oh my god! Um, all right. Yeah. Good job, you guys. That's a wrap. <laughs> oh, all right, my dear ones. Let's get started on Man vs. Self. Our first piece is called Head Cold. The pressure in my head. And the pressure out of my head. Bursting ears matching the bursting blocks. Filling up my square days. My body is sore from the nothing, and my mind is spread thin from the everything. As soon as I needed things to give, they filled me up. And now I need them to fill in. This piece is called Self-Improvement. My limbs stretch away, straining to stay upright. One of many new goals given to me by myself. Now able to flit about, this bird needs something to struggle against. Maybe five. 
why not start up yoga and Spanish at the same time? Conjugating verbs as I fight to fix my tree pose, all of this frantic energy has to go somewhere. And these delicious distractions can channel it into something actually worthwhile, rather than an immovable block. Keep myself flying towards new horizons away from the unnurtured home I knew. I will get this fucking pose. Greco muy bien. This piece is titled She. Knows instantly the taste of disrespect. She spits it back to you. Knows what's worthy of sitting on her tongue. She curates her palate. Knows goodness adds to goodness. She loves, and if not, she won't accept. Never bowing. Voice no higher than a wish. Until it isn't. She doesn't fear existence or the nothing. Waiting calmly for where she will lead herself. Tending the balance of only her scales. Walking upright alone and shoulder to shoulder. She knows. Our next piece is called Soneto Uno. Oh darling, you are the sun in my life. Granting me strength and warmth to truly thrive. Though my days are often filled with strife, your gleaming light is what keeps me alive. Some may find your rays to be too bright. State them to be harsh, too strong to help grow, putting up their shade, pretending it's right, and hide from you, babe. Little do they know the gift of your glow once the eyes adjust. It can be tough beholding a goddess, worthy of worship and easy to trust. My time in your presence has taught me this. A nocturnal life is no way to live. Exist in daylight, taking in all you give. Our next piece is titled, Tonka Number 3. There are clear skies now, but right as I get stable, the weather changes. Winds grow and toss me about. A struggle to find footing. It's followed by Tonka Number 4. Let me be unstuck. Grant me the gift of momentum. See what I can do. Unchained and finally free, to figure out the real me. And that, my dear ones, was Man vs. Self. Alright guys, um, in our grand birthday off-the-cuff tradition, the two whose birthday it is not shall give each other prompts about the one whose birthday is. I said that right. That is amazing. First try. <laughs> Desi and Nico are going to give each other prompts about me because it's my birthday and I'm going to stand in the room and feel uncomfortable about it I'm going to stare welcome Dead. to off the cuff Desi mm-hmm. uh, I want you to write a haiku about an inebriated memory with Addie oh god oh no shit fuck total <laughs> chaos <laughs> <laughs> the fake wall fell so very hard <laughs> and a little bitch cried God <laughs> Thanks Masterful Incredible Okay Wow oh. 
<laughs> um, uh, oh, what a night. <laughs> Give me have, hmm, your experience of Addie talking about horses. Oh. <laughs> or if you have any first-hand experience with Addie with horses, that'd be like perfect. But... I, I don't have any first-hand experiences of uh, Addie and horses yet. I feel like it's going to happen at some point. Um, okay. It's like the first time. <laughs> Just about every time scene. Oddly inspiring. Oh, no. It's cute. It's, oh, it's cute. They're so majestic. <laughs> <laughs> Galloping off. Love them. Do you have a prompt for us? Mm. I want you guys to describe what my best kind of outfits are. Like, when do I look the flyest? I want poems about it. It's got to be the scarf. <laughs> Probably something covered in velvet. And topped with a hat. He's a hat man. I do forget that. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I did my best. Ew, I had a great time. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, looks a little mean. <laughs> Leather with pink under it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a thing. Balances it out. Oh, well, thank you. My ego has been stroked. Do you guys want to give me a prompt? I feel like it's only fair. A prompt for what? For us for your birthday? I don't know. Um, I, think, I think we're good. Yeah. I think we got okay, a lot of cool. Good then fuck off. No. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> damn. <laughs> things got I love you. I'm sorry. You're like, like a Game of Thrones character. <laughs> like drunk in the meat hall. <laughs> Now, I think you, I think you, I think you pelvic thrust when you did it. He's like, what fuck off! You know what? Because, yeah, wow. I'm a lady. <laughs> Queen Calanthe, all right. Yeah. Yes, I wish I was to say it, but I am Calanthe. <laughs> all right, I got to do a sign out and then we're done with this. All right. I got 30,000 bells earlier, by the way. So, oh. ain't no poor bitches in this house. Well, my dear vibrant wordsmiths, we draw to a close of the most important day of the year, my sweet, sweet birthday. Thank you for joining me, and as always, for submitting and for checking us out on our website, slammerx.com. That is U-R-E-X.com. Um, there you can get in touch with us. Also, most importantly, submit poetry and questions for us to read during the show. This episode is airing on the 28th, so our next episode is March 13th. And uh, in the meantime, please, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and... Escort the void on a surprise evening to an independent art gallery hosting a wine and cheese night. Yeah, that's right. I'm asking for effort this month. She deserves it. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.